Look, guys, I'm talking to an arena full of nobody, but I'm actually talking to the people out there in TV land. I know you're watching, and it's hard to feel your energy, but we know you're out there, and we all mean the best of things for each and every one of you out in the world. So, guys, all we can do is our best. All we can do is give you guys the best show that we know we can give. The world goes on. Everybody needs entertainment. Everybody needs some positivity. So all we can do is give you guys the best possible show that we can give, that the elite can give, that everyone in all elite wrestling can give. So God damn it. Hit the lights, hit the pyro, and let's start dynamite! What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the War Report. We hope that you are fine wherever you are, staying inside, hopefully listening to the show, adhering to all your social distancing. Uh, my, I am your host, as always, Rajani, and I'm always joined by my man, Cyrus. Cyrus, what's going on? How are you feeling? Do you have any cabin fever uh, yet? <laughs> I'm so bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> uh... You know, stuff that I normally do is just like, all right, I'm bored of doing that. I'm bored of doing that. I'm just, I, I just don't know, man. I'm just tired, man. <laughs> this whole, uh, this whole virus thing, uh, kind of just put a dent in my life. Uh, this spring period was supposed to be like the most fun I would have. Yeah, because spring then, break, you know, right? It all just stop. Yeah. And I, I read a funny theory uh, <laughs> waiting uh, to start the recording. It was just like uh, the government just wants us to stay in the house for two weeks so they could change the batteries on the pigeons. And I was just like, all right, man. <laughs> it's getting it's getting crazy with these like conspiracy theories. Like uh, I, I, I always a lot think, of people I have time on their hands now, so they're probably like, yeah. all right, you know, like we all have to stay in the house, so like. The lizard people can change, yeah, like, the lizard people can change their skin or something like that, like. I, I like the bird ones a lot, because I think they're, like, the most harmless, you know, <laughs> like, like, uh, with the last government shutdown, they were just like, have you seen a bird since? And I, and I look outside and be like, damn, I don't see a single bird in the sky. <laughs> Listen, man, like, since this social distancing and everybody's staying at home, like, the animals outside my place have been like the birds have been loud, uh, squirrels have been playing around. Like it seems like Mother <laughs> Nature has been like enjoying everybody staying at home, and I don't blame her. Yeah, you know, like we humans kind of pollute and stuff like that. But um, it's a weird time Mother because Nature. Like, a lot of yeah. things are on hold. Like you can't go to movie theaters. Like wrestling, the wrestling world uh, certainly is on hold. And I wanted to get into a little bit in, in the trenches. It seems like with uh, WrestleMania and it extended into two nights, uh, I would say Wrestle Kingdom uh -huh. style, it doesn't look like there's going to be an NXT TakeOver Tampa. Uh, well, and that's probably yeah. the best because it yeah. mitigates how many people can be in the facilities. I think that they're saying that uh, WrestleMania indeed is going to be and multiple places uh, for like yeah. the two days. So, like, how are you feeling about like no takeover? Uh, 
Um, well, first, you know, Wrestle Kingdom did the two nights thing, and everybody was just like, oh, man, I think WWE should do a two-night WrestleMania as well. At the time, it was a stupid idea because, you know, um, WrestleMania is like seven hours long. Uh, but now when you get rid of TakeOver, you, you get your Wrestle Kingdom. So everybody that wanted Mania to be uh, two nights, you got it. Um, as far as TakeOver not being on, I think they can fill in TakeOver. Uh, they could put TakeOver matches on the card. Mm-hmm. I, like, I wouldn't hate that, but we'll, we'll just have to see how that goes. I think if they don't... Uh, if they don't... Um, just put a lot of those matches... Uh, gotta get those blow-offs on TV. I think you could at least do the big ones. Like uh, Gargano and Ciampa... Yeah. Maybe Dream oh. and uh, Cole, too. Like, maybe you could do those. Uh, I don't know if you want to do anything. Like, I like the women's, like, ladder match. I don't know if you do that at WrestleMania. It would be dope, but, like, that's a lot of people in one match. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. want to limit the coronavirus, even though each time you get into the facility, they are testing you. You know what I mean? Like, you still... Yeah. You could be asymptomatic for a while, so you never know. Uh, It's, I don't know, like, it's weird. Like, I was, the fact that they're doing, you know, like, a two-day, you know, WrestleMania, like, I know a lot of people were saying, like, they're putting people in danger. I'm like, this is the best they can do. Like, you could either, like, Hold off on WrestleMania and try yeah. to do it in June, but there's no guarantee that we're even going to be back be okay to, in June. Yeah, to like be okay in June, there's going to be some normalcy. I don't think that we're going back to normal. I think that we're going to have yeah. to figure out where we are from here because we're about you know 18 months away from a vaccine. So like, I think this is the best that they could do what the circumstances they have and going back to like the Wrestle Kingdom point that was New Japan did that and they even said you know they tried it out for one time and it would go right back to what Wrestle Kingdom was you know years before being one day and even watching Wrestle Kingdom they had to stretch out a lot of stuff you know what I mean like the you know, the double title dash, cool, but, like, there was a lot of filler matches, too, mm-hmm. so... that That's why that's why I always thought that, like, Wrestle Kingdom, like, being two nights was always going to be a poor idea, because, frankly, I just, I just don't think they have the roster to do that sort of stuff, or nor, like, the storylines for, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, the only real stories that they had going into it was Naito being double champion. You know? Yeah, and then, like, you know, uh, Hiromu coming back. Um, yeah, you know, things like which that. happened, like, uh, which happens after, right? I don't, uh, did he have a Wrestle Kingdom match? I don't remember. Yeah, he won, yeah, he won the, uh... Okay, okay, okay. Their, okay. Cruiser, their equivalent to, you know, their uh, junior heavyweight title, but, um... I don't know, like, if you did this two-night thing constant, then why would there be a need for TakeOver? You know what I mean? Like, they... Mm-hmm. There's no like you would have to fill in that card, you know. Given that WrestleMania could be seven or eight hours, 
you would have to fill in that card. You know what I mean? Like, it can't just... Like, Raw and SmackDown talent, like... You would look at some matches being 30 minutes plus. Yeah, especially... Uh... Oh goddamn NXT. That's why I think uh, you said like Gargano and stuff. I think no, they can like they can do their Samoa Joe and uh, Sami Zayn thing where they could just wrestle for the whole like two hours of NXT or whatever. Like I don't really, uh, yeah, I don't really care. I, I just don't think there's a spot for them on the Mania card. Well, uh, we had one new show this week. NXT was more of a clip show. Uh, Finn Balor, you know, gave a, a hell of a promo or a hell of a interview promo, if you whatever you want to consider it, on that show. They recapped uh, the Champa Gargano feud. In case you know you didn't know, haven't been watching for the past two years. Uh, they also did something on Rhea Ripley, which was pretty cool. Uh, but going into that, we had. A new dynamite, which was in an empty arena. They had wrestles wrestlers in the crowd, which I thought was kind of a nice touch. It, it reminded me of a video game, kind of. It. Uh, oh yeah. It's a little. And, uh, dynamite didn't do that weird thing where they would put chairs in the crowd, even though it's gonna be a no audience thing. Like they only had chairs for like people that were gonna be there. Like, I don't know why in stardom, WWE set up uh, all the damn chairs when it's, you know, there's no people at the show. Yeah. A little weird, man. Uh, So, um, there may not be a Dynamite next week. Uh, They were very careful in their advertisements to say that, uh, you know, blood and guts would happen on the next Dynamite. Like, it would be, and that may not be next week. You know what I mean? Like, that, uh, you may see, you know, Warlow and Luchasaurus in that Lumberjack match two weeks down the road. Or you might see Best Friends and Lucha Brothers in a street fight down the road. Even though, I was thinking about this, like, Best Friends and Lucha Brothers in the street fight, like... Wouldn't that be, like, one of the worst places to have a fight during a coronavirus scare? Yeah, exactly. I think a lumberjack match would be very awful as well because you need, like, mad people on the outside and stuff. So, holding off on that would be for the best. But, nevertheless, we had some big things on the show this week. Uh, The Exalted One is, indeed, Brody Lee. Uh, I thought it was Matt Hardy. I think everybody else thought it was Matt Hardy. But I like yeah, that it was Brody Lee and, and the fact that they gave him a speaking part because during his whole WWE run, I don't remember him talking that much. Uh, he talked a lot for uh, for the Bludgeoning Brothers stuff. That's probably the most he, he ever talked. But uh, it was very clear that Vince didn't really like his speaking voice. Like, he always wanted him to speak in a southern accent. Uh, but now he gets to, you know, just talk normally. And, uh... He spoke. Well, what do you... Well, I mean, what do you think about the reveal and him you know, being the exalted one? 
Um, yeah, I guess we all thought that Matt Hardy was going to be the exalted one, and he can always still play a part in the Dark Order. I think um, I think Matt Hardy would have been a good fit for them. Uh, but Brody Lee can talk and wrestle when Matt Hardy can really just do a lot of character work, mainly just talk. So I, I think uh, the Dark Order has something special on their hands. Um, every every everybody's kind of like going a little crazy for Brody Lee. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see the match. You know, like I know he's a good wrestler, but it takes two to tango. And let's see if like uh, you know, there's somebody at AEW that can like you know be a good opponent for him. Like personally, I think I want to see Brody Lee versus. Uh, Lance Archer. That's what I want to see. You know. Um, well, I don't know if they're going to do that yet because, like, Lance Archer is like yeah. tangling. Yeah, also brand new as well. Yeah, I like. I, I I don't have many like dream opponents for uh, Brody Lee within AEW, but um, if the match between the eventual match between him and Christopher Daniels, if that match stinks, we gonna have a conversation. Well, you gotta you gotta consider that like Christopher Daniels is a little bit older. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he can only do so all, much. But he's not bad, you know. No, like, no, I'm not saying old, he's bad at all. You know, it's just yeah. that like I would wait for him. I would wait for Brody Lee to like fight an optimal opponent before you like anybody makes any kind of like circumstances about him. You know what I mean? Like maybe about like. We'll Brody Lee versus a Kenny Omega or Brody Lee versus like a Hangman Page, like somebody like that, you know, like I will wait for that to make like any deliberations on him. Like I'm happy for him. Like I'm happy that he's, you know, the head of a faction other than uh, being kind of like in the background with, you know, yeah. other than being with the Wyatts. I think... I will say this, like, I think Evil Uno's job as, like, being, like, the mouthpiece of Dark Order, I think he's been great. Uh, I think, yeah, it's going over very well. Yeah, like, the way that they've cut this Dark Order thing back back to, like, being something substantial was really good because it was dead in the water uh, at the yeah, tail end of 2019. yeah. So I think with the absence of Nightmare Collective, it's done a lot more for uh, Dark Order. Yeah, there was there was way too many uh, druid occultists, occult like uh, factions there, and I'm really glad that they got rid of one. Uh, Yeah, you'd mentioned Matt Hardy, so let's get right into it. Uh, At the end of the show. You know, the Elite and the Inner Circle had that match, and the Elite get the man advantage. They won. It uh, wasn't bad. Like, pretty good match. So, the Elite are down a man, and John Moxley is not cleared. So, you know, if you've been watching kind of like Free to Delete on YouTube, uh, you know, uh, the Bucks went over to, you know, Matt Hardy's compound and did some, like, weird thing where they buried him, and it's it's weird. It's Matt Hardy's thing. So, it's revealed that he is the fifth, he's going to be the fifth man in the Elite's corner uh, for these, whenever this Blood and Guts match takes place. So, 
how do you feel about Matt Hardy being basically in a main event angle and not really, you know, involved with, you know, the Dark Order or anything like that? Um, I, I think the Dark Order will be okay with uh, Brody Lee. Um, I think there's a lot to gain uh, with Brody Lee, and also just you know we'll see improvements with Brody Lee as well. So I think there's a a, a large upside there. Um, I'm gonna keep it real. When I saw uh, when I saw the drone, and then he you know Matt Hardy went back to the well with the broken gimmick, and you know. Your first game coming, uh, your first match, like coming back, or like you know your debut match in AEW is going to be in a War Games match. Like, I don't like. Uh, what's what's the nice way to put it? Um, we've seen what Matt Hardy, you know, we've seen a Matt Hardy X Ray, and I don't think like this match is like, you know, I don't think this match will be beneficial to him or uh, to his body. Um, also, like, in his, you know, at the tail end of his WWE run, like, he could barely walk down the ramp. Like, he, you know, he looks hurt just walking, you know. And then the first match that he has is a War Games match. Like, I think that's kind of insane. But, you know, it is what it, I think uh, with Matt Hardy, like, the broken gimmick stuff, like, it's a lot of character work. And then once he gets into the ring, it's just like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're slow, you know. You're you're not moving like you used to. So I don't really know what to expect from this War Games match. Besides, like Matt Hardy probably coming at the tail end and having like you know like the baby face like uh, like comeback for the Elite team. And then I do think the Inner Circle is going to like win it at the end, uh, just because they have Jake uh, Jake Hager on the team. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, I will say with this. With AEW and everything that they have, like being the elite, uh, and I guess Matt Hardy's YouTube stuff and all the character stuff that they do, I think Broken Matt, or I mean, I don't know who has the copyrights to that. Like, it could be Impact, it could be WWE. I'm not really sure, but well, um, WWE I, clearly don't want it. <laughs> but I think that like it works there. I think it works in AEW. I think it like that fan base is yeah. gonna really like it. And what I will say, putting him in the War Games match, yes, he is in his 40s. His body has taken a huge toll like with all these ladder matches over the years and everything that he's done. With him putting, putting him in the 5-on-5, five five, it may be able to shield him a bit because he doesn't have to do like anything crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it, mm-hmm. you got to think that, like, the Bucks and uh, maybe Kenny Omega and, and Hangman Page are going to do the crazy stuff. I'm not looking for Matt Hardy to do anything crazy or anything crazy off the cage. That would be insane. Like, he can't, like you said, like, he can't really move all that well. Um, so that's why I think they put him in the match, other than him being. Like this big attraction that they have, you know. Like, yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was kind of weird that he got inserted in, um, the blood and guts match. I thought, and I know that they, you know, said that Moxley's not clear, but I think, that, you know, just with the history, that that would be a spot for Moxley, 
and then him Absolutely. just and then him just kind of do his own thing because Moxley is his own guy. Like he doesn't have to be aligned with the elite. He just wants to beat yeah. the hell out of the inner circle for them beating him. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. I definitely think that um, John Moxley should have been in this match, but if they want to use Matt Hardy, then go ahead. Um, he he's doing the broken stuff, which I just don't care for anymore. I, I don't I don't think there's any more water in that well. Um, I, I just can't think like I don't think there's anything like new that he could be that he could possibly do with that uh, character that like you know that would wow me. You know, um, he did the final deletion stuff. Like uh, I don't want to see his I don't want to see his comp- compound anymore. You know, um, you know video vignettes. Like I, I don't want to see like. I don't want to see Matt Hardy's family, you know, that, you know, that, uh, that TV time could be going to somebody else, you know, rather than, you know, all these vignettes at his compound and stuff like that. Like probably save that for, uh, AEW dark, you know, well, they're on you. Well, you know, they're on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like he's doing these, it's just like being the elite. Like most of their, like stuff that they allude to, like, stuff, it's going to be on YouTube. I don't know if it's going to be on the no- show. I don't want to see none of it on TV, you know? Like, I, I, I would want a younger talent instead of seeing Matt Hardy's compound. Like, we, we've seen it across damn near three promotions now. I think, I, I think I'm okay without seeing Matt Hardy's uh, compound on TV, you know? No, I agree. Like, I want them to show guys like Darby Allen and Private Party, but, like, at the same time, like, I don't know if they, you know, for yourself and I, they don't really book for us, you know what I mean? Like, we look for different things in wrestling. Like, you know, the AEW fan base might love seeing, you know, Broken Matt and, uh, you know, for the comments I've been seeing, they said that, you know, WWE um, should have done that more, which I disagree with because I think the apex of that... Was that impact? No, not even oh, at yeah, Bray, not too. even with Bray Wyatt. Like I think that it was the best the impact. I didn't really like. I was excited for it at first with them coming back into WWE, but with that whole copyright fight and that the fact that he couldn't get that back, and then it was almost like a year later, and then he started doing stuff. I was like, uh, I'm already, I'm already kind of over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that uh, yeah, it, it you know AEW fans they might like love it on TV, but like if they really are quote unquote AEW fans, like you know, there's no problem with it being on dark, you know, uh, like I would take a Darby Allen match, a Pac match, uh, best friends, anything overseeing Matt Hardy's compound, you know, like I've seen it already, and like. I do think, like, the, the, the deletion stuff kind of, it did peak an impact, you know? And then, you know, he just keeps returning to that well. Um, and if, you know, if that's what they want to work with, uh, I don't, like, I've, I think there might be a, uh, another, like, a deletion at this point. Um, probably, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know, like, probably, uh, like, him and Jericho? I don't I don't really know. I I mean 
I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on. It. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the same way as you. Like I don't really know where they're gonna go with this. Because like uh, I I just like when I see the broken like the broken gimmick, I just think, oh, this is gonna lead up to a deletion because that's the only thing it really leads up to. You know, like we we seen the finish line of this gimmick multiple times already. Yeah, I. I'll say, I, I hopefully like they. It's not going to the road that they've traveled before. Maybe you know they could come up with something different, but I, I don't know. Like I think that this is going to be Matt's swan song. Like you know what I mean? Like this, he'll be there for like a year, and, and maybe like a, a couple years. I didn't listen to the Talk Is Jericho uh, sure. podcast like with him yet, but like maybe a year two. Because, like, his body, and then maybe he could be, like, a producer for them. I think that would be the best way for, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, this is, guys like Archer, guys like Brody Lee, guys like Matt Hardy, they are all in their 40s. So, they are good, right? Like, it's, I'll I'll compare it to um, a football team, right? So... If you're in win-now mode, obviously you're going to get guys who... And, and I'm not saying that, like... Because I like Archer and Brody Lee, but, like... If you're in win-now mode, you're going to try to get the best... Um, free agents, like, for like maybe one or two-year contracts... Understanding that you're going to have to win-now and maybe rebuild. If you're in rebuild mode, okay, we're trying to... Um, when down the line, you would compile draft picks, get younger guys, um, yeah. get talent that way, and have maybe like a five-year plan and something like that. Like, all right, by year four, we're going to be at our peaks. Like, our young guy, our young talent is going to have our, you know, the wisdom and the experience, and then we could go make a run. AW with mm-hmm. these signings, they needed big. They, you know what I mean? They need bigger guys like Lance Archer, uh, and they needed Brody Lee. Matt Hardy is kind of like a, I would say, like a complimentary piece. Like if you're like looking at like basketball, like if you need like a guy who, on the wing, like just mm-hmm. to knock down threes. Cool. You know what I mean? Like that. I think that's what Matt Hardy is. I think. With the new hour that they're going to have, and I have no idea when they're going to do this, and they're saying that they're going to showcase some younger talent, be careful with that, because you want to get your younger talent on the main show. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have... Well, they don't have have a a big enough roster to have an NXT-type show. Yeah. And I, I just think, like, it sucks that you have to have, like, a, a whole third-ass show to, you know, show off, you know, your Joy Janela, Kip Sabins, uh, you know, uh, who, who else, uh, Darby Allen, you know. Set, I, I think, you know, normally, like, I probably wouldn't have said this, but, like, uh, like a couple months ago, but I think Sammy Guevara is in a really good spot positioning himself with Jericho because he's in all the main events. He's on Dynamite every week while, you know, these younger guys are really fighting for a spot. Um, you're, you're, you're Brian Cutler's, you're Sammy Kisses, um, 
you know, uh, your QT Marshalls, even though, you know, he, he may not be the uh, the best in my opinion, but, you know, just, uh, actually, I don't even think he's a younger guy, so I'm going uh, to scratch him out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just just, uh, just these younger dudes that should be on Dynamite, you know? They should be on, like, you know, the second hour of the show. Yeah. I, I They got to figure out some type of way to kind of even this out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, Private Party is a really good tag team. I am a fan of theirs. Right. I would like to see them more. You know, like, Darby Allen, he is over, but, like, as I looked before the show, like, he's got a match on AW Dark. You know? Um, and it seems like a lot of older guys are kind of clogging up the card a little bit. You know what I mean? It's the same thing that, like, people say uh, about the WWE. And I would argue, I would counterpoint with WrestleMania season, A, it's Brock Lesnar. Say what you want about him. This guy has been performing for the past, you know, two, three years. Like, he's been putting in his best matches, arguably, of his, you know, since he was younger. Um. And then, you know, it's Goldberg. Now, love him or hate him, and, and a lot of people hate him. He, it's WrestleMania, he, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Also, like, if if you just want to compare, like Goldberg is one old dude, you know. He's fifty. Yeah, he's that's that's it. When you had fifty-year-old Jericho as your champion just a couple months ago, and everybody was okay with it, um, Brock Lesnar isn't really that old, and then you have uh, the younger women's champions there. Um, Shayna's about like thirty years old, and she Shana, gave it. Uh, wait, Shayna Baszler? Yeah, Shayna Baszler. She's almost like forty, 30. dude. <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's like almost forty, and guess what? She gave it to the twenty-something-year-old Rhea Ripley. Twenty-two, I think. Twenty-two, twenty-three. Yeah. So, <laughs> let if if you want to compare, it's looking much older on that other side. Well, I mean, like um, I'm okay also, with Goldberg is. Goldberg is not, like, keeping that championship long, like, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yo, oh, yeah, it's going home with, with, with Roman Reigns, like, that's a that's a given. That, like, that should be a consensus. Yeah. But, like, so, I'm, okay with I'm okay with Chris Jericho having the title initially. He, he's star power. They star needed power. a big name to carry that title at first. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. But if they, now pass the book. But if people just want to bring up age, then I don't think Jericho should be, you know, anywhere on the top of the card, you know? Well, he's, I mean, he's Chris Jericho, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, and to that point, like, people would point at, like, what is Brock like? Hold on one second. Bro, Brock is probably, like, uh, like early 40s, probably. Well, Brock has been there, you know, Brock, he's 42. He's oh, been, wow, he's younger than I thought. Um, yeah, he also and he's has, been there for a long time. He also has four kids. I did not know that. I did not know that. Why you think he always wanted to be at home? <laughs> well, I mean, like, the story goes is that he's just, you know, uh, introverted. And he, yeah, like, and... yeah. I think Heyman said, like... And that's okay. There's a one... There's one phone where he lives, and he has to drive to it. 
from what I heard. But the story that he said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like they got a balance. AEW, like I understand, like you, you know, Cody had said, um, you know, he he didn't want to add too many people from, you know, uh, WWE or uh, I guess he called them castaways, and then I think somebody said something on Twitter to him about that yesterday. And hold on, mm-hmm. I will read that when uh, when when uh, Cody says like. You know, other talent that he would sign. Like, uh, I, I remember like a, a couple months ago when he mentioned that he would like to sign Chris Bay. And then literally hours later, uh, Chris Bay got signed to Impact. And it was just like, put put the money where your mouth is and like, sign these sign these talents that you say that you want to sign. Um, but, you know, we, we know who really writing the checks, I guess. Well, he said, talent is talent, merit-based company. We have a great roster from all types of places, mainly blossoming from independent stars. It's a great balance. So somebody rebutted, like, great balance, really. JR, Jericho, you, Goldust, Hardy, Harper, Neville, etc., etc. Then he said, Darby, Luchasaurus, Orange, Brit, Jungle, Private Party, etc., etc. More unknown than known. Fresh is the term we like. Nice balance, fresh approach. But they barely showcase a lot of those guys. I mean, they do showcase Darby. They are trying to showcase Luchasaurus. They've been showcasing Britt, Orange Cassidy. They they do showcase Jungle. They were on the show this week. (laughs) They're doing their damn hardest to get uh, uh, Jungle Boy over, which I don't think he's bad. Uh, But, you know, they're doing God's work with him. Uh, Luchasaurus is cool. Um, we do get a lot of Pac and uh, what, what is it? Uh, Death Triangle. Uh, we get a lot of Death Triangle and Best Friends lately. Um, and just speaking of the women, like uh, I think I think they're doing a lot better in this uh, trying time with the uh, with the Fatal Four Way. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. Um, just to kind of wrap up AEW stuff, uh, the women's fatal four-way that happened. Hikaru Shida's star doth keeps rising. She won against Riho, Chris Statlander, and Pen- Penelope Ford. Everybody's pointing to that botch. <laughs> Everybody's oh, pointing cares? to Penelope's botch. It's a, it's AEW, bro. <laughs> no, I mean. <clears throat> Penelope and Rio had a decent match on Dark last week. Uh, like I like that they're trying to feature her more, but it looks like yeah. Hikaru Shida rightfully is the one that they're trying to elevate. Uh, I guess to go against you know Nyla Rose. Uh, you gotta love it. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of torn this time because I do. Uh... I don't. I don't want Nyla Rose to drop the uh, to drop the championship uh, so soon, but um, I I think her and Hikaru Shida uh, will have a really good match in the future. And then like the Penelope Four thing, like you know we all make mistakes. But, uh, wrestlers aren't perfect. Uh, Penelope Four got mad air on her hair, Karana, <laughs> and you know. It, Sorry for her being Air Jordan, bro. Oh man, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm, a lot of the fans are behind Hikaru Shida, and I like her. Like I like her stuff. Yeah, she's great. I, I like her wrestling ability. Like she's a future star. Like we were talking about that they should get behind. Sure. You know what's funny? Riho's been taking a lot of L's lately. Like. Get that shit out of here. Oh, oh man. You guys, <laughs> damn, you guys hate Rio now? <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Been on that train, buddy. <laughs> when, when she would be AEW champion, and then she would uh, she would go to stardom for damn three months, come back, retain the championship. Like, wh- what are you doing, son? I like I said it before. I always felt like Nyla Rose should have been the phrase AEW champion because you know it creates that chase for the uh, you know for the baby faces to like you know kind of like what? get fired up and like you know prove themselves and stuff like that. And that didn't come until like you know five months into the company. <laughs> was it? Wait, wasn't Riho on that Stardom show, that empty arena Stardom show? No, she no 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 no, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. <laughs> Damn. But uh, she she wins the AEW championship. She has like I think like uh, one match after that, and then she goes and does the Stardom. Uh, uh, she just wrestles. She just like finishes a wrestling contract to Stardom, and it was just like. Oh, like how long is Rio gonna be gone for? Uh, about like two or three months. Wait, now you're the uh-huh. re- now from everybody listening, you were the resident stardom connoisseur. Is yeah. is Riho really featured there? Um, I believe she was high speed champion when she was there, so that's basically like uh like I don't want I like it's not even like intercontinental. Like the high speed champion is ship is just like very fast wrestlers that can like you know get the job done pretty fast and she was like champion for a little bit um she was okay <laughs> like she was uh you know she was relatively featured as much as a high speed champion normally is and then as soon as they got the title off of her it was, it was uh it was donezo ever since <laughs> all right i think uh i Wait, uh, no, no, go no ahead. No more Stardom talk. <laughs> no, 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 keep going. Uh, um, because I'm trying I, to... I, I, I think uh, with the high-speed champions, uh, like, uh, Aesami, like, finishing high school, um, was it Hazuki was, like, literally on her way out, so she uh, dropped the title. Um, so, like, it, it just felt like filler for her having that uh, championship. So I got another question about Stardom. Bay Priestley. Or B Priestley. Uh, um, she is, she's she's nice. Is uh, she she's nice on there with? Uh, is she regularly featured? Yes, they're featuring the fuck out of her. <laughs> Wait, isn't she like the tag champion with? Uh... Yes, uh, she's tag champion with Jamie Hader right now, and I think those two they work relatively well. I still think B Priestley's like promo work. You know, just a lot of cursing. And, you know, <laughs> just, like, that's mainly just it. it. It's just like, you know, wrestler would say something, and then she'd be like, uh, no, I, I believe when she beat uh, Momo and uh, Utami uh, for the tag team championship, uh, she basically wanted a rematch, and she was just like, uh, fuck no, 
I just kicked your ass already. You don't get another fucking title shot. And I was just like, dog, like, what's... You, you ain't gotta say... You ain't gotta curse that much. <laughs> just be like, no. But if you want to get your ass kicked, like, gladly do it again. Like, it's it's a really simple <laughs> promo, but she just, like, sprinkles a lot of fucks in there. And it's just like, alright, come on, guy. <laughs> <laughs> First off, uh, that's a first that you gave B. Priestley some praise. <laughs> like, I'm yes. Pr- uh, like what? I I don't like I don't like her singles work. I have not liked her singles work since 2016. Um, but I think a lot of the tag stuff that she does with Jamie Hader is very fun. Um, they look like they're really enjoying themselves. She's finally part of a heel faction, which she probably should have always been in. Uh, and I, I think uh, is like I, I do think she's like incredibly like you know kind of crazy and kind of reckless in the ring. But I think you know Jamie Hader kind of like anchors all that down. You know, she's really just. Uh, I, I think she's what really puts it together because I really do uh, like Jamie Hader's work a lot. Um, when I first saw her in the, uh, the five star Grand Prix, uh, Grand Prix last year, I never seen her matches before, and I was really impressed with what she's done. So I, I think she's really being uh, anchoring it all down together. And I was really surprised to see her on AEW, uh, B Priestley on AEW uh, last week. Yeah, so was I. Uh, with the like level four thing that just happened with Travel, you probably won't be seeing her. You know, anytime soon yeah. until this dies down. But uh, we might have to, if Stardom is actually starting back up, I might have to watch some Stardom, and we might have to be talking about. It. <laughs> um, they're they're going to be doing their Cinder, uh, Cinderella tournament uh, in what about in about uh, four days? So okay, get ready. Well, I'm a friend. <laughs> well, like I'm a fan of Julia. Is that that's where? Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, fan of her. She she come on the show and the and show. talk. <laughs> well, we're, we're glad. Uh, how do we? <laughs> or uh, Hannah Kimura. <laughs> we uh, anybody that speaks English has started to come through. <laughs> yes. Uh, who's the uh, uh, the what do they call? She says death all the time with <laughs> the kiss. Maybe? Oh yeah, uh, de- de- uh, death Yami. Yeah, I would love to interview. Her and see what she uh, see what she has to say. She is hilarious. Like I've seen. <laughs> yeah, she's great. All right, so we asked the Twitterverse to give us some classic matches to talk about. Uh, keep in mind, we'll talk about these like as the shows go on, and because we're not sure if there's even a dynamite or going to be an NXT show next week. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we will talk about these. Uh, so if we didn't get to the today. We will get to them. Don't worry. Uh, So, the three that we picked is Kari Sane, Shayna Baszler at TakeOver Brooklyn 4, Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa, NXT TakeOver War Games 2, and Sami Zayn and Cesaro. Uh, This is not... This is balding Cesaro at uh, NXT Arrival. (laughs) I I was looking at that match, and I'm like, yo, just cut it. Just, Just... Come home to Jesus, man, and just go for the full balding. Uh, You look look more bald when you're balding. (laughs) Uh, 
But yeah, that uh, that did look really funny. And you know, I've never seen uh, I've never seen we we the people Cesaro. So it was really weird for him to come out to that theme because I hate it. Oh man! Uh, so, uh, so let's start with Kari saying to Shayna Baszler. Kari, of course. He, oh yeah, she beat her. Uh, Shayna Baszler for the title here, and I thought that it was pretty neat how they did it. I I, I remember talking to somebody and they're saying they weren't a fan, but I was like. Kari already beat Shayna and the Mae Young Classic. You know what I mean? Like that. I yeah. love the whole dynamic of the match. I know some people, since, you know, Shayna Baszler is on Raw, they're not a fan of her style, but, like, this is what she was. She was yeah. beating the hell out of Kari's leg. Right? Uh, so, what I noticed watching, uh, I, th- I think, like, I think, like, the stretch muffler is probably like one of my favorite submissions next to the uh, the clover leaf. Um, so when I saw Car- uh, Kyrie saying do it here, I was just like, yeah, this match is a classic. <laughs> and uh, just the finish of this match, it's the same finish that um, Ember Moon does. Yeah. So this seems this seems to be it, it seems that's to be the only way to be uh, Shayna Baszler uh, unless you're Rhea Ripley, but um, you know they weren't giving uh, her clean it, losses. <laughs> yeah, not giving her a clean loss. Um, this match is really good. Um, Shayna Baszler is like beating the hell out of her. Uh, Shayna gets uh, very cocky, and then. Uh, as Mara Ronaldo would say, uh, Kyrie Sane is finding her inner Bushido, and she kind of she kind of just like takes the brunt of all of it. And then uh, the spot that like caught me is when uh, Kyrie Sane is like kind of like you know they're doing the striking Sane. Kyrie Sane like slaps Shayna, does the back fist into the uh, the neck uh, swinging neck breaker, and I was just like, man, you know that combo kind of slapped. <laughs> When Kari went for the insane elbow and, like, Shayna countered it, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, like, I remember, like, I've seen this match already, but once I saw when she put the first uh, cool Fita uh, clutch or whatever shit, the rude naked choke, yeah. I was just like, damn, this match ends this early? <laughs> yeah, it, I thought it was pretty cool that they had Kari rope, rope break it. I'm like, yeah. You know, Kari would. She stood up to Shayna in this match. Like she was a smaller one, yeah. but like they were striking. She was, you know, like she was. She was in there. Yeah. Um, but you remember when Bianca Belair was in the choke for damn near like three minutes and couldn't find the ropes? Like I just remember that shit all the time, and it makes me really sick. <laughs> Uh, she was in there looking goofy, trying to like, you know, go for all four sides of the. Just you know, pick a pick a side with a rope on it and just stick to it. And then you know, she like wins her. Uh, she basically like gets herself winded and just like collapse. And man, that finish really pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, now that I think of it, now like she was like, like she was like. Reaching for all four flailing sides her arms like, and trying to like I'm yeah. like dude and yeah Kari was a smart one she picked the uh, the right side and just went for that and I, yeah you know uh, ring awareness uh, 
and all that. But yeah, man, this match is uh, this match is really great. Good striking, so really great submission work from Shayna Baszler here. I think this is like peak Shayna. Um, it gave us a Kari Sane title, title run. Yeah, right. And uh, I think <laughs> on NXT the next week she pull out the treasure chest. Fire. That was fire. <laughs> I was all like, oh, "Yo, ho, ho, ho!" ho. <laughs> <laughs> no, when she pulled, it, when she when she opened it, it had the championship. No, that that is a go entrance. <laughs> and now she's uh, one half of the Kabuki Warriors, the tag titles now. You're right. It, it was very, it was very weird to see, uh, you know, um, Kyrie saying back in, uh, back in white. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was really cool here. Uh, just because she's in a tag team, don't forget, like Kyrie saying is she she's about it. She's uh she's definitely one of the greats on uh Raw right now. Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa for that NXT title. Uh Okay. I remember, Wait, hold on. I remember. Go ahead. Hold on. So <laughs> they had NXT on a uh NXT in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And this match was on the card. And the finish that happened in Miami happens in this match. And I was just, uh, well, like the, uh, the finish that happened in Miami was a false finish in this match. And I don't know, like when I saw that, it like threw me for a loop. I was just like, Holy shit. <laughs> they just switched it up on me. <laughs> I'm re- really good. match. Well, first off, I-, I love Velveteen dream for coming out with the Hollywood Hogan gear as a continual middle finger. The Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um, they played in my emotions here because it really seemed like Velveteen Dream was going to win. I was like, oh, <laughs> like when he did the Dream Valley driver right. on the outside, and then like, did, I'm like, oh my god, he, he might was, do it. Yeah, he was in his bag. Like we already knew the result, but I was like still hanging in there, and I think that's a uh, really great stuff. Um, Velveteen Dream, like, I, I like people act like he's a bad wrestler now just because you know he was literally injured for like four months, four or five months. Uh, but this is, this is really good uh, work here from Velveteen Dream. And I think next week we should probably uh, revisit another one because I really want to rewatch the Alistair match again. Yeah, I, I think somebody put that and I, I had earmarked that for uh, next week too. I, I think that was a really... Um, Kind of that, like was, a, that was the hallmark. Yeah, that was like a <laughs> unappreciated match. I feel in NXT. I, I think what? that what? No, Velveteen and what? and Aleister Black. It, it it won. Uh, it literally won. Uh, one of those NXT uh award things. No, I I know that it won awards, but I'm saying like from fan standpoint, a lot of people I don't oh. hear them like bring it up, and I love that match. Velveteen oh, Dream. They, listen, uh, Velveteen Dream. With that run before he got hurt, like, think about him with Cassius Ono. Think about him with Alias Black. Yo, like, and and even with the ladder match, think about all that. He, like, he is able to tailor his style to whatever wrestler he's facing. And, And people say that he's not a good wrestler. I think that is amazing. Uh, just... Based on how young he is, like he's only look what yeah. twenty four, like yeah he 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 is uh 
definitely one of the uh, great, uh, you know, homegrown talents from NXT, you know, um, uh, just bringing it back to AEW. Uh, Jericho seen it, man. Uh, Jer- Jericho told him, keep hustling, man. Uh, and that's great. Um, th- this match is really good here. Uh, there's there's no interference, which I really enjoyed. Uh, you know, you don't get to see, uh, you know, no interferences in a uh, in an NXT title match like that anymore with Adam Cole being champion. <laughs> uh, no Gargano in sight, so that's cool as well. Um, but yeah, this this match is really great. Uh, I love War Games. The last match, uh, Sami Zayn and Cesaro. What did you Good think stuff. about it? I, I, yeah, like I think when people mention like Cesaro, um, they want more from Cesaro. They want Vince to kind of like push Cesaro to be the, the like WWE champion. They would point to this match here. Yeah, and uh, you know, before you know, champion uh, Sami Zayn would not you know capture a championship at all in the WWE until, like, a couple weeks ago. But, like, seeing Sami Zayn here, like, he's a really fantastic wrestler. And, like, sometimes I do forget that, you know. I do think he's a great promo. Like, I do think he, uh, you know, he's a great mouthpiece for Shinsuke and Cesaro right now. But, like, here, like, you know, he, he, you know, losing effort. But, like, this match is, like, insanely good. (laughs) Yeah, I think that uh, this match will remind you how great of a run Sami Zayn had in NXT. Yeah. Like, like him winning the title from that Shinsuke Nakamura match that I'm sure we'll talk about too, to yeah. like that feud with Kevin Owens. Like, he was one of the GOATs. Like, if everybody thinks that, like, it's from Finn, and, and rightfully so, Finn, Samoa Joe, like, they, guys like that. But, like, Sami Zayn was one of the pillars of NXT also. Yeah, uh, can't can't forget that with you know matches like this and in the match of, uh, against Shinsuke Nakamura, um, just really really great stuff from Sami Zayn here. I I miss uh, I, I I do I kind of miss the Sami Zayn attire with uh, the uh, the tights that have like the flags on it and it has the uh, I think it's Arabic on the uh, Arabic on the back like. Uh, classic stuff here. It feels like forever since we've seen uh, the Sami Zayn here. So it was really nice to revisit. All right, man. Uh, that's our show for this week. Uh, of course, listen, while you're locked in, because we can't, none of us can go anywhere. I mean, you go for a walk, <laughs> you go to the grocery store, uh, maybe wherever, depends on where you are, like some hardware stores are still open, but we got a lot of content over in RNC Radio. So follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we got a lot of shows here, including this show. I believe the finals for Mark Madness, it's Oscar and Io Shirai. What? <laughs> what, a cra- what a crazy result. I'm just glad. You know, Ashley, you know, I'm sick. How the hell did Candice LeRae even get that far? Whoever is out there voting for Candice LeRae, let me know so I can block you because I hate you. Candice LeRae was, was fighting against uh, Io Shirai, man. All the, she she beat all the way to like all the way to the semis. 
Well, here's the thing. And she beat Dakota. She sick. beat that should have not happened. She beat me AM and then then it, you know her dreams are over when she fought Io. Yeah. Io uh, beat Bianca and then Asuka beat Sasha. Sasha okay, I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I thought I thought the stands were gonna see that and be like, "Hey, I'm not. we gonna rate it up, bangs, uh, bangs all day." Uh, but nah, um, this is this is a really interesting finals. I didn't think uh, it would end this way. Uh, I didn't think it would end this way on the uh, on the NXT side. You know, I thought. Um, Please go vote. You know, like go right vote. now, yeah, Oscar. Oh, Ros- right vote. now, Oscar is winning sixty-eight. Thirty-two. Hold on, let me vote so I can change the result. Sixty-eight percent, thirty-two percent. Oscar. It looks like she's running away with it. She looks like she's going to be the winner here. Uh, okay, now she's winning to sixty-eight to thirty. Uh, thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Are you, oh man! Like unless hey, like EO, EO fans show up and and have a huge comeback here. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I, I think, because, uh, you know, I, I don't think, like, uh, I don't think you can like Asuka and hate Io, you know? So I feel like uh, fans of both were very torn. But, um... Oh, man. You know, uh, Asuka's just been around longer, so I, I guess, like, it, it, it's not a blowout, which is nice. <laughs> We have a new episode of RSBN, sadly, with everything that's going on in the NBA and more coronavirus cases going on. It might be the last one for a while because they might shut down the season, given on what happened. Uh, we have but, a, but I, I'm hoping I have I'm really good that. news. Okay, go ahead. I have really good news. With, uh, with RSPN being postponed indefinitely, I have grabbed Mark from RSPN, and we recorded Spot Callers yesterday. Nice. Uh, so that should be really fun. I think um, I think I'm going to upload it uh, this sun, uh, this Saturday. Um, it, it, it was really uh, it was really fun uh, to record with Mark. It's good. If you don't listen to RSPN, you're doing yourself a disservice because Mark is hilarious. <laughs> also have an a new episode of the first responders. They talk about Lil Uzi Vert's new album, Eternal Take Attack. Uh, either or, <laughs> yeah, either or. Uh, real quick, what do you think about the album? I haven't stopped listening to it since I uh, since I finally got the time to listen to it uh, earlier this week. I have not stopped playing it yet. <laughs> it's pretty dope. And now um, he's saying think- that he's going to drop something else. Yeah, he says when he drops, he'll drop as well. We don't know who he is, but um, I think Uzi Vert needs to relax because uh, <laughs> that deluxe edition, that deluxe edition of uh, Eternal E-Take, um, it's a lot, you know. Uh, like, not in a bad, I, I think, like, it makes up for, you know, like, kind of like the two-year hiatus. So I think he doesn't have to, like, you know, constantly keep pumping out music, you know. But he says he's going to anyway. He says he wants to bring back uh, 2016 Uzi Vert and drop, like, bad projects. And I think that's insane. (laughs) (laughs) Also have a new episode of Lookout on our Lookout channel. uh, Talking about Demon Slayer's Mount Nagamura arc. 
we also have a giveaway on there. It's a giveaway sticker. So go follow that channel and then go sign up really fast because they're going. Also have, of course, the new episode of the A-Show. Uh, like we said, Raw and SmackDown is weird right now. Like, uh, it's, yeah. it's empty <laughs> arena. Uh, they talk about WrestleMania. And then they talk about their mania moment between John Cena and The Rock. Oh, man, that, that's my favorite because of the promos there. Um, we also hey, I did, I did, I did not know that Cena made the Rock cry. That's crazy to me. <laughs> you didn't listen. To, you didn't listen to their promos. Like you listened to you that I, rap, that was, rap that he said. Like I, I was not watching around this time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, like the promo that they had. I remember, like when he, uh, they were both in the ring together, and. <laughs> John Cena just ate his, just ate him up. Like I've never seen The Rock just speechless. Yeah, I, I definitely like. I think w- when The Rock was like going uh, on the mic against Punk, like he definitely lost his touch. <laughs> like he's he's not as fire as he used to be. And like hearing that Cena made him cry, I'm just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a new episode of the Big Guys podcast talking about One Punch. Uh, uh, one Punch Man, Zip Man, Food Wars, and we also have another episode of the Black Variant. They talk Hilarious about episode. Joker War and their Mount Rushmore of super villains. Also, uh, follow RNC Radio because Meals and Johnny are giving up their uh, top Mania matches. So if you're also in quarantine, yeah. like we all should be, <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I just sound like a dad there, but goddamn it, just stay inside. Um, please. Yeah, there's some good wrecks of WrestleMania matches, including uh, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and and Stephanie McMahon. That match was fire. Oh, yeah, I love that match. Uh, I was I was there at that mania. (laughs) That match was uh, that match was great. I love uh, I love watching that match back. It brings uh, happy memories. All right, y'all. We will be back next week. Uh, Stay safe. Maintain your social distancing. Go for a walk, but just not around other people. Uh, do some Netflix parties. Uh, stay, you know what I mean? Like I know it's an anxious time for everybody and stuff like that, but we'll be here. RNC Radio will be here, and we'll try to give you something to smile about every week. Yep. I got to see you later. I got to see you later.